are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Welcome back, my friends, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am your DM, Dave, and to the left we have... Henley! Boudreaux! Garoth and Lila! Roscoe! And Fenrir! Alright, so last time, you guys have entered Avalon, and many of you have run into old friends, and have started to enjoy the atmosphere of this celebration of the 300th year anniversary of defeating the Goblinoids, the Goblins and claiming their fortress as their own. Garatha joined into a, in a drinking game in the shanties. Fenrir had a very productive night in acquiring tips as he entertained in Stubbs Pub and Grub, and Boudreaux being his top tipper, thanks to his low constitution to hold his ale. <laughs> they were able to speak with Alim Glonquest as well, the owner of the hollow and its surrounding mines. And during that, she has challenged them to win the tournament in order to talk to her further about the hollow. Where we left off is you guys are sitting in the house still. She just offered you this challenge. What do you do? Who am I next to? Where we left off is you were kind of standing next to Fenrir because you were studying Aleem, seeing if there was kind of any magic around her. I'm going to lean over to Fenrir and be like, what's that? I don't know what this is. What the tournament is? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen flyers of it around town about that there's some tournament going on that I imagine has feats of strength, feats of like archery. But I, most I've heard about it is just on on the flyers around town. And anybody else know any more information? You're supposed to go somewhere to sign up or something. That would give all the rules. I think uh, my friend Lisbeth said that something about that. Well, there's not much more we can do here. So let's go check out what this tournament is and get registered, I guess. i well, do something. We could go see your blacksmith friend. We might need to, you know, resharpen our weapons and things like that. That's true. Um... Do we want to go see what's going on and what the rules are and entails first before we go do that so we are a little bit more prepared as to what we need or don't need? Guys, did you see that lady? She should be broken in like seven million pieces by now. <laughs> she jumped off of the chandelier! Yes, we that all know what that she's called, crazy. right? Yes. That we all know that she's crazy. Obviously. Yeah, but that's like impossible, man. I didn't get anything off her. Fenrir, you didn't get any sort of magics or anything like that off of her, did you? No, I did not. Maybe yes, she's just she crazy. Does weird feats of strength and things like that. This is Braunstrom. Ah, I did not know you were there. <laughs> You're still in the house. <laughs> yes, I'm still here. But she does do that randomly, and nobody can explain why. Did this start after she started going a little bit off kilter? It has been getting worse ever since, yes. I think we should go sign up, yeah. <laughs> For once, I 100% agree with Boudreaux. <laughs> yes, you can find all the information at the civil office. It's near the entrance to the commerce area. All right, boss man, what are we doing? You get the final say. Let's go sign up, take a look, see, I mean what exactly it entails, and then we'll go head out and um, head up to the blacksmith, and that way we can get, you know, if we need to get something special for this tournament or whatever, we can do that and be prepared and resupply while we're at it and rock and roll and go from there. Rock and roll? I like that sound of that. <laughs> what is rock and roll? It's a new thing is working on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> can I hear it? What? It's it's a little before our time, but your 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 children are really gonna like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it kind of like marbles? <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> Did you guys hear that sound? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sir, it's been very kind of you to. Uh, 
have us here and entertain us as as well as you could, we will see ourselves out. Yes, I wish you luck in the tournament. I wish you luck here. Thank you. <laughs> as you guys continue in Central District, you guys are heading west through the city. As you get deeper, you guys start noticing a lot more stores. There is one particular store that Boudreaux, you recognize. That there is a symbol outside of it that is a pick and a hammer crossed in an X shape in front of a mine entrance. Outside, you see two people standing outside. You recognize both of them, but one of you recognize as your father. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I immediately dive into... Is there bushes around or anything? <laughs> there's crowded people in the street, so you could try and hide behind people if you want. And there's stands. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you try and hide behind me? No, you're short. Exactly I am definitely hiding so in the crowd. Funny. It'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I immediately... So, so I look at it. I see him, and I my face just goes... And except for that was an audible, it didn't actually do that, but just for the audience. And then um, I like just bust through the crowd, but like the most gentle, like a lily in the swamp, just hide. I can't imagine Boudreaux being a lily in a swamp. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's a really fat flower. He's alone. And he's not that fat, actually. He's just a dwarf. That is officially my favorite thing that's been said so far. He's a really fat flower. <laughs> what would, do you want me to roll for roll, anything? Roll a stealth. Okay, this is already horrible to say now. Um, seven. Seven. Okay, so you're walking behind people, but you're bumping them. They're like, hey, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, you almost stepped on my child. <gasps> sorry. <laughs> so you're getting little comments like that. Anybody else want to react to that, or should we continue? I want to follow him. As Lila, I want to follow him. I just look at him confused, like, what are you doing, sort of look. Yeah, I'm just going to exchange glances with these guys, be like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> okay. Benver's not really that surprised. He's just like rolling with it because it's like, oh, is this Boudreaux being Boudreaux? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys continue on. Eventually you do run into a sign that says the Civic Civil Office. You guys go up, knock on the door, and you enter. And in kind of this middle of the room, there's a bunch of papers and stuff. There's this man sitting and he he has a very long face a very sh short trimmed short thin mustache and he has short hair as well and it's black and he guys he sees you come in and he's like well hello how how are you doing today come come in come in how how can i help you i'm i'm uh this sounds like a cross between Kermit and the frog and that guy from like frozen <laughs> I'm Robert Bumpkin. How can I? And I'm one of the civic workers here today. So how can I help you? I'm sorry, what was your name? Robert Bumpkin. Robert Bumpkin? Mm-hmm. Like... What, what is your name, sir? Roscoe. Roscoe. Okay, okay. Well, what's the rest of this party's name? I, I really like to get to know people. I am at the seal of the window staring out to make sure we're clear. Okay. Inside this building. Okay. Okay. Just make sure. Well, no, sugar. Uh, his name's Boudreaux. My name's Lila. Mm hmm. Um, that lovely lady over there. That's Henley. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is our friend Frenrir. Well, hello. Hello. What can I do for you today? We'd like some details about the tournament. Oh, good. You know, today's the last day to sign up. It's only going to start in the next couple of days now. Well, do you guys have, have a sponsor by chance? No. Sponsor? Oh, yeah. Like, if you, if you don't have a sponsor, it's going to cost you quite a bit of money. How much money? Hmm, let's see. Let's see if I can find my notes here. Let's see. No, that's not it. So, so. Aha! So, if you guys have a sponsor, it'll be about 300 silver per person. But if you guys don't have a sponsor, it's going to be about 1,000. 
Mm-hmm. Per person? Per person. Mm-hmm. Why the price difference? Oh, because they like to try and keep it, you know, only Avalon people being able to do it, you know? Wow, they sounds like want... pocket gouging to me. Well, we got to pay for the tournament and all the things that go into it, you know? We do have wizards and, and uh, clerics that kind of help out because they can get kind of dangerous and people trying to use magic that aren't supposed to be using magic, you know? The wizards have to stop that, and sometimes people get killed, and so we have to have the clerics on hand. Hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on, hold on. People get killed in this tournament? Yeah, it happened before when people get in combat and they somebody gives them a cheap shot, you know, and they just run the sword right through them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And what happens in those situations? You said the cleric's there to help with that, but mm-hmm. how far does that help go? Oh, they, they, these clerics are very high, and so they're able to bring them back to life. But the person who did the killing has to pay the fine, pay a fine, and pay all the materials to bring the bad guy back to life, and they go to jail. Mm-hmm. Well, what other things are involved in the tournament? There's a combat. You yeah, that's, each other? that's normally very protected. You know, you get blunt instruments and stuff. You know, it's supposed to be non-lethal, you know, just kind of knocking each other out. But there's other ops, but in order to get to that one, that's kind of like the main championship one. Only 10 people are allowed in that one. And there's a lot of other little uh, combat, not combat, that's, that's the main one, sorry. But there's a lot of other little ones to qualify for the big one. There's an obstacle course, there's javelin throws, there's archery, you know, little things like that. Mm-hmm. So is this an individual competition or a group competition? It's individual, hmm but if you're able to make it all the way and you're either the first or the second or the third, you get to win a nice little dinner with the Duke. What? And some cash prizes. What's, what's, what's the, the prize, cash prize for the first place? Hmm, let's see. I got to find it in my notes. Why are you asking about that? Hmm. I'm forking out a thousand silver. I need to make sure I'm getting my money back. Let's see here. Let's have. Uh, hmm. yeah. my hand. Oh, yeah. Do you Hold think Miss Glomquest could sponsor us? She might. She's the one that wants us to do this. What's it? Uh, what's the? I'm sorry. First cash prize. How much? Go. Yeah. So the first, the first place will get five hundred gold, and then third place will get three hundred gold, and the third place will get a hundred gold. Okay. And what's what's the requirements for sponsorship? Yeah, it's the sponsorship. So let's see. God, my notes are so terrible today. I, please excuse me. Let's see. Aha. So, the first, they have to be either a, own a business here in Avalon, or they have to be uh, been living here for at least at least five years. And then the last one is they have to be from a long line of family here. Miss mm-hmm. Glomquest definitely counts for at least one of those. I imagine she. We can go talk to her. That's three hundred a piece, right? If we're sponsored. Mm-hmm. Three hundred piece, yeah. That's a lot of stuff. And a sponsor can sponsor as many people as they want. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back. Do we need anything to verify this sponsorship? We will. You could bring in a letter from them. I'll be fine. Okay. I'm sure we can. Whoever it is, we're gonna know them. You know, through yeah. business records or or living records. You know, we'll verify everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you said today's the last day to enter? Yes, sir, at 3 o'clock is the last time. That's about when we close up shop here. They'll be having some tournament things tomorrow and some tournament things the next day, and then the main one the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go talk to Miss Glonquest real quick. Let's All see. right, I'll be here waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye. All right, so back to where we came from, I guess. Okay. Wait a second. <clears throat> um, we should go a different way. I smell something real nice, like food around the other way. Boudreaux, the most direct way is that way. What? Whatever spooked you earlier? You know, maybe Fanny, it's Fanny, on. Fanny, we need to go deliver a letter. They can go get the other thing on their own, yeah? I mean... Are you, who's going to participate in the... Not me! <laughs> I imagine I will be Henley. 
I, I, I could. I, I could. If you don't want to, if you don't want to, I mean. I mean, I, I, I don't really want to, but if we need me to, I can't. Lila. Um. Well, I'm saying no, but I have a crazy dwarf in my head yelling yes. <laughs> So I think Garoth is all for this. So if you want me to, boss man, I absolutely will. I think Roscoe, you have the best chance, though. Okay. Yeah, I plan on doing it. If anyone else wants to, great. We'll get more. The more people we have in, the more likely we to win. Right, yeah? but the less people we approach yeah, Miss Quanquest about, the more likely we are to get a sponsor. Benny, what are you doing? Sponsoring 600 silver versus 1,500 silver is a big difference. Yeah, I would say if we have enough silver, I think it'd be fun to participate. But it's also a good story, just watching. Just trying to watch and carry on, maybe meet the winners. Well, that's what your thing is, right? Watching so, and not helping when it's needed too much. I mean, when it's needed, I'll help. Mm. <laughs> Cough, cough, bug. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> uh, well, it kind of sounds like you and I, Roscoe, are kind of more keen. Well, not me, but Garatha. Garatha is quite keen to this. So the two of us and then maybe a third. I can participate if we need to. Just not very keen and fond of hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> so, well, that's... But I'm capable of it. See, first off, if we can get Miss Glonquest to sponsor us and then see how much she's willing to do and then we can decide from there. If she's only willing to do two people, then we can assess. And if she's willing to do four of us... Uh, all right, let's go, sugar. What are you doing, Boudreaux? You and Fenrir going off? Um... He- well, we we walk for a minute, and then I, like, <laughs> tug Fenrir, and I'm like, we really need to send this letter. I'm really worried about it, and I look, nod at you, like, with wide eyes. Fenrir, are you okay? Fenrir? Fenrir? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Fenrir, are you, Fenrir, are you okay? <laughs> I guess not. That, uh, we should definitely go send that letter. I can feel that you are stressed. Uh, That's right, Benny we'll talking go. to Ben Rear we'll, we'll over go, here. We'll go send that letter and we'll, we'll meet you guys back here around around noon in a couple hours. All right, and then we really got to go off to the blacksmith shop. I really want to meet this person that this man over here has been talking all about. Me too. All right, Boudreaux, let's, let's go deliver your letter. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> you know where the Post this way, definitely this way. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> okay. Wonder if for 20 minutes you realize it was not that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with the Glom Quest ones. So you guys make it back, ring the bell. Bronstrom and comes back out. And, oh, you're back. Um, we need some help. Yes, yes. Come in. Goes out there, unlocks the gate, brings you inside. What is it that you need? Uh, so this this tournament that we're supposed to win, mm-hmm. it's kind of expensive. It's more expensive if we don't have a sponsor. Ah. If we're not sponsored, it's a thousand silver per person. Mm. If we are sponsored, it's only three hundred per person. And right. Miss Glonquest fits the parameters for a sponsoring party. Ah, yes. I forgot about those parameters. It's been a long time since we uh, sponsored anyone. Um, let me see if I can find her, and I'm sure it'll be okay, but I need to... <laughs> yes, yes, I remember this. And she grabs, and she comes running around the corner, and she grabs this locket that's around her neck and just chucks it at Bronstrom. And he, like, panically catches it. <laughs> this will pay for at least three of you, I believe. <laughs> Trixie, pixie, tri- there you are. <laughs> and runs off again. 
Thank you. <laughs> um, now, Sugar, we do need some sort of guarantee. Otherwise, that she's going to be a sponsor. They need either, they said a written form would be fine. And with her mental state, I'm not sure that she might be able to do that. I don't know if there's something that maybe you can draft up and then have her sign or as her guardian you could do. I just want to make sure that this is above board with everything. Yes, as as her guardian, I can sign for things like this. Yes, I. He's like looking at the locket. He's like, um, this. Well, she said to use this as payment. I don't know how much you can get for it, but it may be able to pay for some of you. And I will go get the letter written. He seems kind of shook about the locket being thrown at him, and he goes off to uh, to get that letter for you. And he handed the locket over, right? Correct, to whoever wants to grab it. I'll take it. I'm just going to start looking at it and kind of fidgeting with it while he's gone. Roscoe, did you see the way that he reacted to that? Yeah, I'm... I'm, I don't know if we should be using that as some sort of collateral. Ask him about it when he gets back. And the locket's about it. It's uh, oval, and it's almost like a size of a half a dollar. Okay. So pretty big, and it has a circle of diamonds encircling the outer edge of it. Inside, there's pictures of just this old couple that you obviously don't recognize. After about 15, 10, 15 minutes, Bronstrom comes back and he's like, yeah, here's a letter. I have it sealed and it has everything that you should need. Thank you. Yes. Um, can you tell me anything about this locket? That, that locket belonged to, to her mother. And it's a very old family heirloom. It has been passed down from mother to daughter for a very, very long time. But if she is willing to part with it, then... I don't know that we can use it. I mean, just for the the keepsake of it. I don't know that we should use it. What you do with it is up to you. But... Um, if, if that is all you need, then I will track down and make sure Miss Glomquest is not in any particular danger. Okay. We will, uh, we'll keep up with you guys on the, uh, tournament and let you know how things are going. Yes. You guys leave and heading back to the office. Boudreaux and Fenrir. Boudreaux, you're kind of leading this thing. Oh. Where, where are you wandering? I went around the block, okay, but like one further. <laughs> and is there a stand full of vegetables by chance? You are finding a few places. There is one store, as you've been wandering around, that has caught your eye. It's called the Herbal Gerbil. Fendi, can we stop here real fast? <laughs> yeah, but I think the letter place is the other way. Oh, really? Oh, I... Um, so I mean, we can stop here. It's okay. We need food. It's not food. It looked like bottles. Oh. I need to tell you something. I was wondering if you wanted to do a little prank with me. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I was thinking of getting like a half bag of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know... <laughs> As we are um, going on another trip back to uh, what's that place called again? Hayden's Hollow. Hayden's Hollow. <laughs> As we are going back, we can sneak him into his backpack. <laughs> That'd be so funny, don't you think? It's like a replacement of rocks, but it's like a potato one because he hates potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go get some potatoes. Okay, okay. But here first, yeah? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. So you enter this place called the Herbal Gerbil. 
inside you see a kind of a bunch of gerbils running around on the ground. <gasps> They're so cute. And from the back. Oh, and I love the bottles. Oh, this place is so pretty, Fanny. Do you smell that? Mm, it smells like fire and potion. And from the back, you hear, Oh, do I have some visitors? Oh, goodness, gotta come in. <laughs> and you see this just kind of platinum blonde gnome come out. And she has a couple gerbils that are like ones on her head and there's a couple crawling around on her shoulders and stuff. And she's like, oh, goodness, I got some customers. <laughs> How may I help you? Oh, Wait, oh, what? oh, what? Huh? what? She starts getting closer to you, Boudreaux. Yeah. And sniffing you and just walking all the way around you. <laughs> what are you doing? That kind of tickles. <laughs> she starts digging in your bag <clears throat> and like puts her head in the bag and just like, Aha! And pulls out the vial of that beetle poison stuff. Hey, that man! Hey, 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 hey! I will give it back. I just want to look at it. Oh, okay. Sorry, mm. sorry. She like pops it open and she's like, mm, where did you get this? Well, I licked the bug and I thought, mmm, that tastes like poison. And so I took some of the blood of the big bug. Well, I'll buy it for you. Ooh. I don't want you to buy it from me. I want to trade in. Hmm. Come with me. Okay. And she like waddles over, over to the desk and climbs up on these, on these stairs behind this counter. And she's like, yes. Well, first we got to figure out how much this is worth. And then we can figure out what we can do. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. There's, she gets out like this little weight thing and weighs, the, weighs everything. And she's like, hmm. Well, it looks like for this amount, I can give you, do something for you for 10 silver. Whoa, that's a lot. I mean, oh, yeah. That, what? Okay, um, what, what can I give for that? Well, you could probably borrow, buy, buy one of my gerbils. I, um, I mean, do that. I don't really want to eat one, so like, um. Oh, you don't eat a gerbil. What, what do you guys, what do you dwarves do? Don't eat a gerbil. They're pets. I mean, you I, don't eat pets. I'm, I'm uh, okay. Um, so I like poison. I want to like. So once upon a time, there was this cool woman, and she like got eaten by bug. Kinda. That's where I got the juice. And I was just wondering, like, I want to protect my my friends, and like, is there like a maybe I could like. Paralyze someone or like, I don't know, make it so they like, I don't know. I just want to help, you know, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you read in my mind. We like on our psychic link right now. She just looks at you dumbfounded. <laughs> She's like, looks at Fenrir. Can uh, you translate? I think he would like if you have a potion or something that would paralyze people or something that would stun them or... Perhaps poison them? Something that I could use in battle. You know, that would help me. Well, it's going to be a lot more expensive than that. Oh, then I my guess cheapest we'll... poison is a hundred silver. All right. I guess we'll take our poison back then. Okay. <clears throat> and she, it does like that little tug of war as she hands it back to you. She doesn't want to let go of it. And she's like, mm, okay. Um, is there anything else I can do for you? I'll give you three gerbils for it. No, listen. And I like, Boudreaux like kind of winks at Fenrir and he's like, it was a really big bug and I don't think you're going to get any more of these anytime soon. Are you sure you want to like... <laughs> Roll of persuasion. Yes. That advantage. Can Fenrir do it for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless he wants to add to the conversation. Plus zero. <laughs> 17. 17, okay. Okay, I'll give you the basic poison I have. I mean, oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, and she, like, scrambles around and gets off her little ladder. You hear a bunch of little tinklings of glass and stuff. And, Aha, yep, yep, yep. Here. Oh, here. <laughs> and we do an awesome switch. Really fast. Really and she's fast. just like, hmm. 
takes off the lid and smells it again. She's like, ooh, the things I can make with you. <laughs> hey, do you have other shops around, like, if I ever get out more? Mm. No, this is the only one I got. Okay, good to know. Thank you. Thank you for your business. You're so cool. Yep. Thank you. So, what is that poison do you just gave him? It's just a basic one. You put it, it only has one use. And you can put it on any kind of weapon, and it'll do three animation. Three animations. Three and and you ammunition. Ammunitions. Thank you kindly. Oh, uh, also, it'll add a little extra damage for whatever you want to do. Um, I have three more of those. <laughs> or did he take them all? No, I have three she bottles. Only grabbed one. Okay. If I give you like. One more? Would you give me, like, a better one for b- both? Uh, you got two more? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Two? Two? Two more? <laughs> Fine. It's, so, hand you a, a better one. It's called a Better Basic for this one. <laughs> This one does a D6 of damage. <laughs> but still, same idea. Only Poison one damage or just damage? Poison. Mm-hmm. Also, um, as I take the vial, mm-hmm. Fenrir, you may notice that Boudreau is shaking, by the way, as he takes the bottle. So I have that written down now. Okay. And then he, we will leave <laughs> the building. If you find any more of those, please bring them back. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's good to have been with you. Thank you. Okay, you guys head out. So you want to get the potatoes burnt, or you want to get the, uh, the, the, the mail? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. What's up? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You seem really nervous and Mm-mm. a little bit agitated. No, 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 I'm fine. Are you sure? Fenny, I'm good. And he winks at you twice. <laughs> You're still drunk? Man, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. So as you're trying to like avoid the question, you know, you're like, eh, yeah, let's go this way. You run into somebody. Mm. Hey, excuse me, how? Get out of my way. And you feel a strong hand push you away, and you recognize the voice of your father. <laughs> hey, why don't you watch where you're going? Boudreaux just excuse lays in the, in the gravel or whatever, just st- wide-eyed and staring. Shock. He's shook. You can tell the homeless man to get out of my way. He's far from homeless, and I'm just going to walk over to Boudreaux and help him up. I get up. Well, most homeless Shaking. People. And he's just staring at you. He's like, well, this homeless person, if he's not homeless, then of course he should be bathed differently. Wide-eyed, it. and he looks into the eyes of um, his father and then just immediately looks down and forward and starts walking. Fenrir, as you look back at this guy, this dwarf, you kind of see him tilt his head and almost and squints his eyes a little bit, almost like in recognition. And I am but also goes, covering my hand with my sleeve. Okay. I want to metagame really bad, but Fenrir's <laughs> not going to, and he's going to keep following Boudreaux. Okay. Are you guys heading to go get some potatoes then? Yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe eventually the letter. <laughs> uh, eventually, maybe. <laughs> okay, we'll jump back to the other three. Heading to the office. You guys enter. Oh, good. You're back. I'm, I'm guessing that you guys got all the paperwork needed. Well, I got the paperwork here. And I've got this locket. Um, it's got a pretty significant value on it. Could we use that as... Hmm. He takes it from you. He's like, hmm. Very fancy, very fancy. Mm. He pulls out, like, one of those diamond-looking, uh... The gem cutter eyepieces? The gem cutter eyepiece. 
which is kind of strange that he would have one. He's like, mm, oh, mm, yes, 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 this will do very, uh, um, how many people is your whole group, right? There was five of you, hmm? right? Um, there's five of us. I don't think all five of us are participating. Oh, that's a shame. It's quite a lovely little tournament. I wish I could join, but, you know, I'm, I'm not as good as, you know, the rough and tumble as all the rest of you, you know. Hold on. Hmm? Were you just about to say that that was going to cover all of us? Oh, yeah. Like, if you guys didn't have a sponsor, this would cover you very nicely. Can, mm-hmm. All you five of us? Tell yeah. me the value of that. Well, this this pretty little gem here, you know, it's it's pretty old. And so, the, you know, the older it is, the more value kind of deal. And it's very fine, very, very fine craftsmanship. It's probably worth about, oh, a thousand gold. Hey, can I have that back for a minute? Do... Oh, yeah. Here you go. Do we have to have the payment into you by 3 o'clock as well? Is that is that what this is? Yes. The payment and, and everything needs to be all in order. So then I can give you the rules and and uh, we can go from there. What time is it now? Oh, it looks like it's about you know, 11 o'clock as in the sun. Yeah. We'll be back. Oh, okay. But here, can I, can I give you a letter of intent? Well, it'll probably be better to bring once. it all together. Yeah. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye. Bye. I'm kind of just like, so much. I can't believe she gave us something worth a thousand gold. Don't say that too loud. Sorry. Now you can know, now you know why he was a little shook giving it to us. Do you think we could just use it as collateral? And if we win, we can, you know, get it back? That's potential, but that's still, I mean, that's still 1,200 silver versus 1,000 gold. We could just buy the winning of the tournament. (laughs) So can I give you this and win the tournament with it? Hold on. I do remember at one point in time us looting things. How much silver you got, Roscoe? Uh, got a solid 170 silver pieces. All right. How much silver do you have? 309 silver. Okay, so she could buy her own way if she needed to. Mm-hmm. I only have roughly 260, I believe. We so can- we could buy our way in with two of us. We can't use the locket. I I can't. I have also 244 copper. Well, that's only like maybe Fenrir, Fenrir was getting quite a few tips. I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Well, I don't know if he'd be willing to part with his money either. Part with Boudreaux's money. <laughs> <laughs> Parting with Boudreaux's money. I'm just uh, like, here. I just turn around and walk away and head back to Miss Quest. Okay. You guys are on your way. I've got, I don't. I don't know what they're doing if they're following me. Oh, but okay. I just Roscoe, where are you going? Why'd you just leave? I'm just gonna keep. I've got that thing like clutched. <laughs> you know, like, I've never. I've never. You know, Roscoe's never. He's. I've never seen her felt what this much money looks like. Maybe we could just sell one of the head. diamonds. I'm not pulling that apart. I'm, right to put it in perspective, like like we established. In this world, we deal with silver, so a hundred thousand gold is equivalent to ten thousand silver. That's how much this locket would be worth. It's the entire. What's is the, it worth? The value of the shire? Yeah, Maple Shire. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm I think. Talking. The Maple Shire is a little more than that. So yeah, I'm on my way back to uh, the Glonquest Estate. Oh my gosh, so many times. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Uh, it's okay, we've got time. <laughs> Time is money. You know, we have other things to do today too, other than just walk this road back and forth. All right, we'll jump back to the Boudreaux and Fenrir. 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 Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to figure out what it's for, though. Maybe it's your bargaining guy. My name's Fenner. Well, I'm here to buy your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> going on one, going on two. <laughs> 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 
I'll say this for two go. No, now we're going to <laughs> one, 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 two, no two, no two, no two, no two, no three. <laughs> three all the way in the back. There we go. Now what going is, up, going what up. What is that song I that sh- talks about wedding um, auctioneering and dad thing is, the ladies? Yeah, really freaking yeah. me out. Hey, baby, won't you give me a sign? Give me a sign. Make a bottom, bottom. I'm back and go. That I've is never seen anyone looking better so song. Uh, <laughs> sings one on stage. I'm going once. Going twice. I'm sold to the lady in the second row. Got ruby red lips on the I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Roscoe's finally getting in work. And I should have put on more pit stick. I am sweating like a sinner in church. Why does my dad have to be a part of this? Okay, so you guys go find a vegetable. Potato shopping. Potatoes. You guys go find a potato shop. Boudreaux, you're like scourging you want the best potatoes oh yeah so i like want purple picking. i want gold i want red i want yellow and yukon gold and fenrir you're kind of just tagging along right you're just like this is his his deal randomly picks up a carrot i mean in the meat as he's like as we're walking around i'm kind of looking for a spot that i could send like a like is there a spot with like a bird or I guess an or owl like maybe a drop box we could have the letter sent over right. or something like because that. Because of your experience in cities like this, you know, generally this, the civil center or the civil office would either know where it is or it is the mailing place. But as you're kind of glancing around and stuff, you notice that there's, a, there's an alley between these two buildings. And you hear some kind of whimpering or crying going on back there. No, Fenny. Should we get three a day purple or should no, we? No, it's get... not Boudreaux. He's not crying over the potatoes. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're so beautiful. <laughs> this is the goldish potato that I've never done see. I've never seen them wiped away with mud. They're just so yellow. Are you sure it's uh, not onions? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, rewind. I'm gonna hate this one so bad. <laughs> Ain't even making me cry. <laughs> rewind, rewind. <laughs> so, Vanny, should we get two purple? You know, like one, two, points at the third. Um, uh, let's go with two purple. Two purple, okay, and then. Uh, and let's just get a yellow. He's gonna grab one. A red, grab another one, and then another purple, I guess, and then just be done. That's perfect. Okay, how much for this bag? And that'll be about two copper. All right, I got that. Oh, he'll hand over two copper. There you go. The whining back there gets louder. Okay, and then we're going to go inspect what's going on with the whining. Okay. So you enter back there, and it's kind of a tight alleyway, and you come upon just looks like this smaller being. Back there, and they're kind of curled up in a, in kind of a small ball, and they're just whining. Boudreaux, you're having a very hard time fitting in between there, <laughs> getting back between these. As you follow Fen, if if you're following Fenrir, are you following Fenrir? I am following tentatively. Okay, you start picking up on this noise as well. Oh, okay. Now I'm curious. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to keep back, and then I'm going to kind of, as I get to this creature? Yeah, person, you can't tell right now. I get to this... Shadow. Shadow? There you go. I get to the shadow and kind of kneel down and be like, hey, what's going on? Okay, as you like reach down and touch him, you see this halfling kind of whip around, and he, because you're kneeling down, whips around and puts a, a knife to your throat. And from behind you, Boudreaux... You hear somebody, you better give us all your money right now, or you gonna get shanked. You turn around and you see he has a dagger as well. And this guy is a bigger fellow, a human. Mm-hmm. Come on, give us your money. Uh-huh. We don't got all day. And the bigger one gets closer to you, Bodro. Like, come on, dwarf, hand it over. I would listen to what he says. Bard. 
bow time. And I'll do um, shield of faith if possible. Okay. And it is a bonus action. Okay. So maybe I can do more. Ooh. Um, but a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus to their AC and duration for the duration to Fenrir. Okay. I do that. Yep. It's verbal. It's verbal. Mm-hmm. Somatic and whatever the M is. Material. Material. Okay. And so you start moving your hands around. He's like, oh, no, this guy has, has magic. Get him. And he's going to take a stab at you. Because as you're moving around. Okay. <laughs> is a 13 hit? No. Okay. So you're able to yeah. dodge out of the way. And then I'm going <clears> to <throat> spell time. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. At the guy that has the dagger to my throat. Okay. So target within range that can hear you must make a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay. What do you say to him? Yeah. You're mocking him. <clears throat> Come on, you short little halfling. You think you think that you think that just a little knife at my throat is going to is going to make me hand over my money? What did he need to beat? 13. 13. Okay, he fails. So he takes 1d4 damage, right? Yep. Oh, that's a 6. That's a, not a d4. <laughs> uh, 3 damage. Okay. Don't kill him. Okay, so he goes, ah! <clears throat> and he'll take a swing at you. And he has disadvantage, correct? Yeah. Ooh, which doesn't matter, because he rolled 15 on both. With the added modifiers, that's 17. Uh, that is it. Okay. Oh, wait. What did your thing do? I give you a plus two to your AC. And it was 15? 17, 17 total. So, yeah, it's a hit. Okay. So you get stabbed with this knife. And then all of a sudden, it gets cold from the shadows. You see this figure pop out. It's about five feet tall. It just pops out of the shadows. You recognize this as the scarecrow from Glendale. And, the, and you see the halfling look at it. You see the big, big guy that was behind you, Boudreaux, look at it. They're like, whoa, now what is... Before he can say anything, and a few curse words, of course. <laughs> this scarecrow jumps on the halfling as it's staring at it. You just see kind of a dark purple mist come out of the halfling. And the halfling drops as the scarecrow lets it go. The other guy takes off, and the scarecrow just stands there looking at the halfling and slowly turns its head towards you, Fenrir. <laughs> and it just stares at you for a minute and then disappears just as fast as it reappeared. Fenny, you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. Is that man okay? Because I, I don't, don't want to be arrested. <laughs> I don't know. I like bend down and like see if he's alive. Check his pulse or something. He's dead. Uh, I'm gonna loot the body. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I um, and as he does that, I like push you over and I like try to, not in like a mean way, just get you out of my way because. My hip, my, uh, I'm too fat. I'm trying to get through and you're in my way and I can't right. like get. I'll step on the other side. If you're okay. like pushing me in the back, I'll like step yeah. on the other side of the half. This awkward body. little shuffle. <laughs> because no, I no, am. Put, put your foot there. Yeah, yeah. The width of this. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty tight. Um, I'm going to do spare the dying on him. Okay, what does that entail? Spell time. You touch a living creature that has zero hit points, and the creature becomes stable. This spell has no effect on undead or constructions. I'm going to say in this case, no. It does not work. Okay. <laughs> and so he does it, and he places his hands on mm -hmm. him, and he goes, Gundas, wake him up! 
Because normally when you do this, you can kind of feel some kind of life in them. But this one, it feels kind of hollow as you lay your hands on there to do it. Oh. And it's just hollow and dark. Oh, Benny, he's not going to wake up. So, like, do you think we could, like, stash the body or something? Henley. You get this weird sensation that something bad has just come, just happened. You don't know what exactly, but you feel something appear, like in, like some kind of dark um, feeling appear, and within 10 seconds, 30 seconds, it's gone again. And you know and feel where the where it came from. Something's wrong. And then I just run. I'll stop and turn around and I'll look at Lila and be like, what's happening? Why is she always taking off? Why is everybody always taking off? I mean, I don't really have room to talk. Roth does all the time. But I don't know. <laughs> do I look like a mind reader over here? Do I Do I look like Go I can tell? Go with her so we don't lose her again. I'll meet you guys back at the city offices. Apparently, oh. Henley needs a chaperone everywhere <laughs> she goes. <laughs> It's going to be that bug thing all over again. Why do I got to be the babysitter? Fine. Fine. I'll be the babysitter. Okay. It's a little easier for Lila to dodge in and out of the crowd following right. Henley. Henley well, you... and pre- people might just move because I am wearing my finer clothes. So. That's mm-hmm. valid. I might just Royalty. move out of my way. Royalty. Just throwing it out there. That's valid. Henley is very dexterous. Right. And you're bouncing in between things. You get to the alleyway. And you start scooting back, and you see Boudreaux and Fenrir standing over <laughs> a dead body. <laughs> and we will get to the rest of that next time. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you really enjoyed it. As, as always, we love doing these things. Big shout out to D.A. Nichols for writing our music that you're listening to right now. Um, check out her RPG at drivethroughrpg.com shields of power guys we will catch you next time i am dm dave and to the left we to the right we have fenrir roscoe babysitter lila and garatha (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) and henley (laughs) join us next time as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale bye